The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Guys, <laughs> it's part four. It is part the four. fourth and final part. And it's kind of sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. But I have a question for you, Chris. Um, why Why do you always wait to inhale until after I've said my line? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, broken bones. You're like... Well, <laughs> like get one in the chamber, the get a little bit of breath in the chamber bam, and just bam, get it bam. out. You know, like I'm yeah. just ready to speak and get into it. So I, I don't know what you want me to Are say. You? Like, no, that's the thing is you're not ready. You yeah, need that. to be ready. <laughs> I am. I just want to take a deep breath because I got a lot on my mind. Oh, like, for example, the fun us. fact of the day. Okay, here we go. I knew it was coming back. I knew it. It is. So this episode came out on May 20th mm-hmm. of the year 2022. Mm-hmm. We spoke about a few other facts, but this is probably the most significant one yeah this might have been the day where officially speaking mikey became a cunt like oh basically if you listen to last episode way earlier than that you you did but you uh, you know we kind of got along i kind of fucking hate you now so like last episode he's bitching about me uh, you know about the table having drinks here doing this making noise i don't i'm doing everything i fucking can And he still is giving me shit. And you know what? I just want to dedicate the fun fact of the day to fuck you, Mikey. Oh, that's wait. Wait, why specifically on the 20th of May? I because it just seemed fitting. I have no other rhyme or reason, but I fucking hate you. And I need to dedicate a day to it. So the birthday of me hating you is officially the 20th of May, 2022. Do you have a name for that day? Yeah. It's called Mikey's a cunt day. Okay. Well, you're not really going out for creativity, but I like it. It's 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 function no, over form. I don't need creativity. It's just pure fucking hatred huh. and emotion. And Jay, do, do you want to celebrate this birthday with me? <laughs> uh, hold on, Chris. It was, is there like a is there a start time on that? Sorry, I'm just putting something in my calendar so, so I don't forget. <laughs> exactly. This uh, is what I fucking love to hear. PM. We're going to post it on Instagram every year, May 20th from here on out is fuck Mikey. Mm-hmm. And by next mm-hmm. year, I hope we have so many fucking fans. Yeah. I'll give his, I'll give his address. Okay. I'll give his girlfriend's address. Okay. I'll give his mom and dad's address. Your mom and dad's and address? just flood him. I don't give a fuck about them, man. If they, <laughs> they birthed you, fuck them too. <laughs> hey, here's a question for you, Chris. Um, yeah. You say you're going to post it on Instagram. I post the things on Instagram. No, you know, I, well, I, I send the messages. You, uh, yeah, fair. So you're just going to send messages to each one of our followers, reminding them just the good looking girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I noticed that Jay, you would fucking love this. <laughs> when I log into the at jackass pod account on Instagram, they're like, you know how you get, you'll see stories from like people you've looked at recently. And like, it's, it's right, like right. all stories that you've looked at. And the more people you're paying attention to, those are the people who show up in your feed more. There's a very clear demographic of people uh, that Chris is looking at when he logs into the Instagram and messages that are being sent as well. So uh, Chris is trying to use his clout as a dating profile, I guess. No, I just I don't really have much clout to begin with. So I'm trying to I'm trying to work with what I got. You know what I mean? I'm a podcaster. I'm a sex symbol. It is what it is. <laughs> don't those two things go hand in hand? Podcaster, sex symbol. I- why do you think I got into the business? Let's be honest. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> just finding pure fucking internet nerds to actually. 
want to talk to me. Well, listen, speaking of uh, working with what we got, we got the last part of Jackass 4.5 that we've got to uh, go balls deep into, uh, just like Chris wants to get in with all of our fans. Uh, Jay, where are we at right now? Oh, oh, is that the segue? It's it's not a bad uh, one. It's not a bad one. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you turned on your Netflix, because we all know you didn't pirate this one, right? Yes. Right. You would have saw on the thumbnail for this bad boy, all the boys, including Eric Andre, in these like fucking white smiley face suits with these, um, <clears throat> excuse me, green frillies on the out on the on the fringes there. Uh, yeah, this is that segment. Basically, it's a tennis ball to the to the balls basically uh they've got a real tennis player here she's got quite the arm on her and they're gonna see who can down the clown basically the thing i love about this sketch is it's like um excuse me sorry boys just a second right, he's jay's getting emotional he really uh he really takes takes to this he remembers going back to all the uh all the no the, it's the, not that oh. it's i can smell the bleach coming off of chris's hair from <laughs> all the way over here and it's just really i'm getting dizzy <laughs> You guys are fucked, man. The you, continuing saga. Like, I am a sex symbol. It's official now. Since I got this new haircut. Hey, Chris. You know, symbols, me a bit symbols take a lot of forms. So is, is your is your sex symbol that uh, red circle with the line through it? <laughs> As in, don't go near this guy. If you like me looking like this, you're fucked. You got issues. And to be honest, those are kind of girls I'm trying to find. So okay. Um, oh, it's a yeah. strategy. Oh, okay. See now it all makes sense. I want girls right. that. There have problems just like me so we <laughs> well, can relate any, we but here's the thing the here's, here's the catch chris you can be with any girl then because if they have you then they've got a big problem on their hands so <laughs> it goes hand in hand speaking of having a, a big, big problem, problem on your hand boys uh poopies he has a big fucking problem here they call poopies out in front of the tennis player for supposedly calling her a liar she can't hit that hard so you know she's going after him first but then she doesn't she starts you know, whacking balls at Eric Andre. I don't know if she was just nervous or what, <laughs> uh, but they, everybody's pointing out saying poopies is this guy, this one over here. And then when she fucking zones in on him, it's like Terminator vision lock on. Oh, she's got Ace. her fucking target now. Ace right in the nuts. First shot at poopies. He goes down. Um, I was going to say, this is basically like an elimination tournament. So it's not just one or two guys got hit. This is like a fucking last man standing event. Uh, what'd you guys think of this one? I, I, I found this so funny because I have in my notes, you can see how incredulous I become from the beginning of this stunt to the end of it. Because the first time she hits and it hits someone in the nuts, I'm like, holy shit, it, it actually it hits someone in the nuts. And then she does it again. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are the chances it hits someone else in the nuts? And then it hits another person. And I realize because like Eric takes a couple and then it hits she hits poopies right in the dick. And then you realize everyone's getting hit in the dick. And I didn't I didn't I couldn't comprehend that you could with a tennis serve aim for someone's <laughs> dick and hit a target that small. This is so impressive. And then she goes to hit Preston. That makes a lot of sense, Mikey. Why is that? I play you in tennis. We joined the tennis club uh -huh. and. You you're, you just don't have a serve. Like I got a serve. Uh -huh. You have the athleticism. So what what happened to the but, rest uh, of your game then? I don't have any other part of the game. I'm just good at dick shots. That's <laughs> basically shots. it. That's what I came. That's what I got into the game for. You fucking try and be all cool. You wear your sweatbands and fucking get all wear your Wimbledon white outfits Chris, and shit. Chris, you can't buy tennis shoes. Why am I picturing Mikey in a miniskirt right now? Well, just like Chris Potty is wore. Basically, is which, by the way, he wears these this. fucking short shorts where his nuts hang out of. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Paul, I, 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 You're just trying to be like fucking Bjorn Borg over here with your fucking headband and no, shit. No, it's, it's Irving Zisman with my nuts hanging out. That's what I'm going for. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, how funny is it that we started this stunt off and Jay didn't even feel it necessary to mention the fact that Chris Pontius is in a tennis skirt and like a crop top. Like that's oh, how that's true, used yeah. to we've just so gotten hot. to the fact that Pontius yeah, is going to yeah. be there in outrageous outfits. Mugatu is so hot right now. No, Hansel. Hansel is so hot right now. <laughs> Hansel is so you, hot you right now. You should know that. He's also got blonde hair, Chris. Yeah. Well, do you know why I got excited about this one? Why is that? When I was a kid, I don't know where you guys are listening from in the world, Mm -hmm. but in Canada, we got a place called Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And there was a fucking game that this is based on with the clowns with the little fur around them. And you have the little shooting gun and you shoot tennis balls at them. And I lived for that game. Like, it was a great I game. I would spend 95% of my tokens that I got for any birthday party, anytime we were at Chuck E. Cheese on that game. And the remaining 10, I would try and hit big on the like the lights that went around in a circle. And you had to oh, stop yeah, yeah. it on the thing. Yeah. And you could get big tickets that way. But I, it was all about the fun for me. And I fucking love that clown game. So when I saw this bitch, because I don't like her for some reason. I don't know why. I just, the second <laughs> I saw her, I'm like, fuck her. She's gross. I don't like her. <laughs> What, you, what issue do you have with her? She's great. I don't like her at all. I don't know. She sucks. I don't like her. I don't like her face. And Where she's hit my friends in the nuts. From? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you I want her to hit them in one. the nuts. What? What is? What is happening Not her. here? I want like a cool person. I don't like her face, the, uh, man. It comes down to her face. It pisses me off, and I don't fucking yeah. like her. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I just whatever. It is what it is. But do you uh, ever see someone you when, just don't like? I see Mikey, and I don't yeah, fucking yeah. like him in his stupid bitch-ass mustache. <laughs> it's not a stupid mustache. It is bitch-ass, but it's not stupid. It's stupid as fuck. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm going to start cleaning uh, fucking drinks. Uh, <laughs> all right, so fucking... Why are you doing this? Why the animosity? I did nothing to you today. Yeah, yeah don't don't spill that one, too, while you're at it. Listen, Preston... Yesterday you did, though, when we recorded yesterday. <laughs> You guys need a moment. Should we should we just settle this right now? No, Jay. Why don't you give us give us your thoughts on this one? It was good. Next segment. Hmm? Um, I don't know what. What you got more to say? Well, about no. It? You Go mentioned ahead. you mentioned Preston getting his hit. <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah, he already had the welt, and then she hit the welt. That's again. the thing, because so she's going, welt. she's like yeah. one for one, nut shot, two for two, nut shot, three for three, nut shot, and then I'm like, oh, she missed on Preston. You know, she's not not such a machine now, is she? Yeah. But then you realize she's aiming for his fucking welt that he got during the elephant <laughs> gun. Like that was that was sinister of her. I like this girl. Chris is just I don't know what's what he's got up his ass today. Would you fuck her, Mikey? That's not the measure of a human being. What do you? <laughs> yeah, that's how you like a girl or don't like a girl. <laughs> I mean, I guess to some, I'm not subscribing to that. I, I would, uh, I don't know. I'd let her take a couple tennis shots at me. I guess you know who knows. No, no commitments or anything. Back but... to the CBT, eh, Mike? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. I really like this one. I, I you know, you're mentioning, Jay, that you, you, we're going to move past it, which, yeah, of course, we'll, we'll, we're, we're, you know, there's not a ton to say about it, but I loved this one. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it is reminiscent. I mean, it's a direct uh, 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 paying homage to that clown game that we remember from from Chuck E. Cheese um, with like the clowns look like that as well. I think this could have been a main main feature in Jackass forever. Uh, so I'm kind of surprised to hear that you weren't weren't as big a fan. No, I don't, I don't know. It was good. It was a good time. It, there's better things in the movie, though. I I like seeing Eric Andre up front and, you know, him kind of just regretting his decision to be here, which is funny. You um, definitely again, get that vibe, eh? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's a fucking role reversal. He's not used to being in the guy getting fucked with. And it's, yes. It's just funny to see he's out of his element. But I don't know. It was it was nice to see, uh, yeah, the guy's just doing another one of these dick shot things. This like, seems like a theme in the fucking movie. Like, I, And I'm not even going to jump on and say that that's them not having better or more clever ideas. I think like out of all the dick shot stuff we, we saw, I was never not entertained by yeah. it. So there's some truth that this is, uh, it's a timeless strategy, you know? Yeah. Seems to work. Yeah, yeah, just more nut shots, the better. I'm I'm always down for more nut shots. Yeah, as we'll talk about later in this episode, there is the magic of the penis. Uh, Pontius <laughs> is going to wax poetically about that in just a little bit. But uh, yeah, if there's nothing else left to say, I will point out that Steve-O was the last man standing in this one. So congratulations to Steve-O for, uh, you know, holding out there. And as we move on, this next segment is, it's pretty meaty. I wasn't sure how much we were going to talk about it or or what but i i have a feeling that there's a lot here to chew on what happens here at this point in the movie before it wraps up with one final stunt is we just kind of get a behind the scenes look at the opening and the making of this film and there's a little sentimentality thrown in for good measure i felt like this was a good way to kind of wrap things up so we start off here. We see the the Pontius cock. Hang on, I gotta stop you. What, Chris? <laughs> Chris is just giving me the finger now. What is? Oh, yeah. Why are you doing that? What is? It's your fucking dick, man. You pissed what? me off yesterday. I don't. Have, I don't have my fucking hookah today because I'm trying to abide by your stupid fucking dumbass rules. I don't, and I'm bitter. I, I was honestly, I was kind of looking at my notes, Jay, as you were introing the next segment, and I just noticed Chris kept putting his hand up. I I minimized my notes, and he's just giving me the fucking finger. Like I don't understand what I've done. It's it, it's funny because I forget that this is going out to the listeners, and I'm not giving you guys the finger. And Jay, you know, is the mystery man. He's that cloak dagger who's behind the camera scenes who we're never going to know who he is mm-hmm. maybe one no. day who knows but i, I, I don't I think he's I just going to be a mystery man forever yeah. so when i'm looking at the camera i'm looking at mikey and he just looked fucking stupid at the moment <laughs> and i just want to tell him the fuck off but anyways continue yeah they say uh he who lives in a glass yeah. house and has blonde hair shouldn't throw stones but uh we'll, we'll move on to the next segment <laughs> now you're getting to double birds all right uh so you get we get poopies up on a like a fucking windowsill. Uh, he's up in a building and he's showing us, you know, what's going on on the set here for the big intro. They got an exploding car, which I was surprised that, uh, you know, when I saw this intro before this behind the scenes shit, you kind of just assume they're just faking all the explosions. It's all CG, 100%. all computer generated. I totally agree. There, there's a solid fucking base here of explosions and things that they are, you know, prettying up in post. But it's cool to see that they did a lot of things on set. Um, including, you know, flipping cars and, you know, the whole fucking cum shot. That's all real. So, well, it's uh, not, good on it's them not for real cum. No, oh, guys. I mean, who's to say? <laughs> who's so, to say? I, I, you know what? This is a good segue into this. Okay. Do you remember a few episodes we were talking about a guy that sent us the pig cum budget? Yes. And we couldn't find it anywhere? Right. He sent it to my personal Instagram. Okay. And I'm going to pull this yeah, up. Of course, it was because your personal Instagram. Well, the thing that made me realize this, when they were talking about how, how expensive the set was, it made me realize that I think it actually was real pig cum involved in the situation. That was a lot. Here, you look at you look it up, and I'll, I'll just say this yeah. to add on uh, to give Chris some time. Uh, Jay, you mentioned the explosions, and I need to amend something that I said when we were reviewing Jackass Forever, because the explosion 
in the theater when Wee Man and Dave Anglin go flying. That thing's gnarly as fuck. There's a lot of fire involved in that. And I explicitly said when we were reviewing Jackass Forever that I didn't think there was any chance that that explosion was real because the flames engulf them. It turns out it kind of did. It's it's badass. So I apologize to the listeners. A big shout out to our listener, Michael Schofield, M. Mm -hmm. Schofield. Did, didn't he escape from prison like 10 years ago? Yeah, that's right. maybe it's not his name, but yeah. <laughs> Apparently his tattoos on his body have a map, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as he put it, so kindly put it, the average boar, pig, whatever, comes an average of 250 milliliters per load. There's 3,785 wow. milliliters in a gallon, so about 15 loads in a gallon. For a total of 56,775 milliliters for about 15 gallons. After looking into it, I found the average price per load, 250 milliliters, is about $100, but can go as high as $500 for pig, for, for prize pig and sperm content. But we will go with the lowest wow. number. So $100 a load and 15 loads in a gallon, 15 gallons would equal 225 loads at about $22,500 in total. Twenty-two so thousand. Thank you, Michael Schofield. Wow, that was. Uh, listen, you know, a man who's probably smarter than the uh, than the engineer who tried to break his brother out of prison. Uh, I, I like having those figures. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he did break it down in prison break terms, eh? This he did, fucking he guy. Did. Maybe it's I, I a like, real Michael Schofield. Who knows? I like the idea that he takes off his shirt and he has uh, uh, instead of a drawing of a map, he just has the formula for pig cum written all over his body. <laughs> Oh, man, that, that's a lot of happy pigs, though. So if they did spend the money, then, uh, hey, they're doing a service for the animals, too. So <laughs> really, who could be mad? PETA? Nah. No, PETA will find a way to be mad. I was I was enamored by this whole segment, this weird kind of like strict making of. We kind of talked about how Jackass right. 4, 4, 4.5 is sort of a making of of forever. But this is like a strict like nuts and bolts, specifically more towards the opening scene and how it got so high in the budget, how they brought uh, 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 directors of photography and puppeteers and set designers that are like Oscar winners and everything. And I was enamored by this. I, I was fascinated by it. And then every so often you're reminded of the fact that it's centering around a naked Chris Pontius with his dick painted green. And it shows scenes of them like like just very earnestly trying to figure something out and point pointing to like storyboards and this and that, and then just looking at Pontius, just stretching his dick out for an Academy award winning set designer. And you're like, how, how are we taking it this seriously? I love that we got to this point where jackass is, as I always said, fucking art at this point. It's so good. You're saying, how would we take that so seriously? My biggest question is honestly, how do you not get a boner when you have a string attached to your dick and it's tugging? <laughs> like I would a hundred percent have a full blown boner. Most of the time. With a string attached to it? Yeah, you never do that. You wrap it around with a blanket string and just kind of give it a little jerk. No. Are you supposed to do it to yourself or have someone else do that for you? It's better when it's someone else, but I'm kind of lonely. Like I said, I'm having a midlife crisis, so I kind of got to do these weird things by myself. One day you'll have to show me what it's all about, Chris, you and me. <laughs> yeah, see that little earphone wire? Yeah. We could, we could do a double tug there. Okay, a little, little double dutch rudder. I like this idea. Yeah, it's like a double dutch rudder. We can, it's get, not gay, we can right? get Jay to pull it for us, huh? Oh, How's that feel, Jay? Yeah, I'm in. Why not? <laughs> At this point, <laughs> nothing surprises me. I'm like, you guys are fucking like 
bipolar as fuck though uh <laughs> i guess we were just, just arguing for like 40 minutes straight and now we're like you want to jerk each, each other other's off. throats yeah you ever heard of the phrase makeup sex that's yeah true. i was just gonna say though this is natural the flow of tension uh, it ebbs and flows i'm just glad you guys are back on good terms for the next 10 to 15 minutes so we can <laughs> you know we can make some ground here uh never mind that didn't last very long listen guys <laughs> listen at the end of the day I'm happy this fucking shit was in here because there's one thing that uh, I think we can all agree was it's just another day at the office for Johnny Knoxville. But for anyone else, this would have probably have been like a the, the type of scenario that you have to stop and think, am I really about to do this? It's the moment when Pontius's balls keep sinking yes. back down into the hole <laughs> as he's laying underneath the table because, you know, he's got to have the big green monster going through. It's just a natural thing. I don't know, like, if you notice, but, you know, the, the penis is a, is a flowing entity. It's a fluid <laughs> entity. It likes to shape and change as the day goes on. And Pontius's balls just, they kind of just flow back with gravity through that hole. And by the way, the street that his balls are resting on made a sandpaper for some reason. Don't know who made that. that- that couldn't design, have been sandpaper. Decision. That looked like a foam that they were rolling through it. It had to. There's no way it was sandpaper. That would have been. said it was a sandpaper road. Really? He did say that? He did. Yeah. Oh yeah. god damn! Why? What a weird. What a weird addition. That's that's bizarre. But- I mean, Knoxville's the, the hero, though, them. right? Because he comes in from underneath, two fingers, he pushes those back up into the hole and holds them in place so they can get the shot. Well, ideally, if it wasn't sandpaper. It's like grip tape on a skateboard. Right. Like the nuts would be falling back and forth, right? <laughs> so it's going to give it a little bit more. True. And maybe traction, he's itchy. You know? Maybe yeah, it's yeah. doing a little bit of uh, a scratching for him. That, that could be nice. I think that, that Knoxville here, I like that he channels his like anti Aaron McGahey when uh, when uh, uh, Preston Lacey's doing the, the nutsack speed bag and, Pres- and and Aaron has to be like the fluffer to bring his balls through. Johnny's pushing them right back up that hole. They're like each other's yin and yang. It's really nice. Um, That's a good point. I also love how loving and sweet johnny was as he was approaching pontius he's like hey chris this is me coming up here i'm i this is my hand you're about to feel and he's so like touching about it and chris is like i trust you johnny you do what you need to do it was like very heartfelt because of the me too movement it doesn't just apply to women that's true guys could get me too too that's true that's true are you insinuating that pontius was me too'd in that moment that he didn't really i'm saying he wasn't because he was given okay he was given the proper hey like, it's just like every time I have sex now, it's not fun. Before, I used to just get to punch a bitch in the face, choke Jesus her out, and have a good time. Right, Chris. But what the nowadays, fuck? nowadays, not if you're a tennis say, player, are you apparently. okay with me slapping and choking oh, that's and having that good going. time? Uh-huh. See, he's, he's the yeah. good guy after all. I'm learning. Right, Guys, like I said, it's, not, it's slow <laughs> progress. It's better than no progress. Chris is dog whistling to his uh, to his uh, Instagram followers right now. He's trying to try to hook, hook line, uh, and sinker a couple of them, I think. <laughs> That's what this is. He's got someone in mind. Those feelers He's out got there, someone you know in mind. Mean? Um, hey, how about this? Speaking of partnering up, uh, we we see one scene that they filmed with a couple explosions, and I, I mentioned in the Jackass Forever episode. You see that one guy running down an alleyway dressed in full tennis gear, and I'm like, "There's no fucking tennis courts in the middle of a downtown core." I realized this time because you see him again. He's the only person dressed up in tennis. So there's a backstory there that I want to know more about. What happened to his tennis partner? Did he not make it? Did his tennis partner get crushed by Pontius's dick monster? Because that's tragic. I would think it's so. tragic. He got crushed like I crush you when I play you in tennis. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I think you crush the ball out of bounds more than you're crushing me on the scoreboard. But I hate aces on you. Do you ever get aces on me? No. Don't need them. Don't need them. Yeah. So what? You have fitness and you could run around for a long time and get me tired. 
some fucking lame ass shit, man. I'm a power yeah, player. Yeah, you'd be fitting these balls in your mouth, these tennis balls, baby. <laughs> I can't even be mad at you for that. That was a good one there. Just the the mental image of your fuzzy green tennis balls right next to Chris's blonde head is. Uh, I don't know. Something, there's something to that. It's a anyway. good image. No, no. If you if you you should you should come watch us play tennis sometime because you'll you'll see it. <laughs> um man i love with this uh whole behind the scenes bullshit though that it wasn't originally even going to be the intro to the movie right until they realized how good everything looked with pontius him doing his thing so they they kind of just went out of control with it the idea just kept growing growing outwards as they say and uh you know next thing you know you're getting explosions come showers whatever yeah, it's just, I, I'm glad it was a happy accident because that intro, like I said, has been one of my favorites out of all the movies so far. So, um, yeah, it, it's cool to see this stuff come together. There's a shot in here of Steve-O doing the porta potty roll that oh, I want to yeah. talk about here real quick, where they kind of show what happens inside. Uh, you get a closer look that I think uh, you guys were onto something. This was not, not real doo-doo, yeah. not this time. That's got to be some staged uh, poop for sure, but... There's Steve was in there like moaning and groaning after this thing flipped over a bunch of fucking times and they got the shot and he's just yelling at the camera. Did we get it? Did we get it? And he <laughs> like such sticks pros. His, he sticks his head out. He's like a he's got like a half poo face going on. He's like this monster just like looking out at the camera. One eye's like sh- like sealed shut with feces and the other eye's just wide and he's just like looking at the camera. Did we get it? It's like, great. Fucking pro, man. It was a great image. That image of him coming into frame, like, like he, it looked like he was out and he just kind of like recoups and just looks right up and that the half face of shit. It was funny, man. I like that. I like that's that's what I live for in these behind the scenes things. Like, show me the show me the after effects sometimes. Yeah, he hit his head real fucking hard in there. So he, he took a shot for the for the intro and I think it paid off. But I mean, man, like you listen to the story here. They had all sorts of outside talent from guys who have like even worked with Marvel and shit. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. You know, they made this thing come alive and good on them for doing it. It looked good at the end of the day. Jackass has more penis in it than any <laughs> R-rated movie, says Knoxville at this point. And uh, this is where we get the whole penis bit. Like Chris Pawnee is here. He just like... <laughs> Man, I've never heard in my life, I think, anybody speak so fucking poetically about the penis. Like, he says they're biologically fascinating. We get to do all these great things with them. And he says, why do we all forget how great penises are as we go into adulthood? And you know what? He's so right. He's so right. It's great. It reminds us. I mean, Chris mentioned in the last episode when we get that interstitial of of the the guys doing that tumble down the hill completely nude, like it is mesmerizing. There's something like we don't see it enough. We need to normalize. Like, listen, I know everyone's saying release the nipple, release the female nipple. I say let's go one step further for the boys and release the penis. Let's uncensor that. No, Mikey, let's take it down my my angle a little bit and say. Let's make penises great again. Okay. Make penises great again. Were they were they not great for a while? You know what? Girls were talking shit about them. You know, they're like, oh, they're dangly. They look ugly, yada, yada, yada. And, and I'm like, you know what? Who doesn't like a fucking good cock? That's 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 a that's a great question, Chris. I don't know that I could answer yeah. it. Jay, do you have any answers right. on that one? Who doesn't like a I great cock? I don't have any answers on that one, but I can't wait for the bright red uh, Speedo underwear that's going to come out that says make penises great. I'm going to wear campaign. I look forward to it. Okay. Do you remember how I said I was going to dye my hair for an episode? Yes. I need to get some make penises great again, Speedo. We'll see. We should, we should get those and sell them with the jackass logo again uh, there. Oh my God. Let's 
<laughs> I think we could sell at least like six. We got a few listeners. <laughs> Don't over tip our hand too much, Chris. Um, if you want some of those, hit us up jackasspod at gmail.com or on any of our socials, jackasspod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, maybe we'll bring them out. I'd wear one. Why not? Let's just do it. Even if we just have to make some for ourselves. Well, I, speaking of wieners, uh, we I know I got one that you can tie up and uh, and uh, and and that'll lead us what? into the next segment. <laughs> yeah, the next segment that we're talking about. What? You tie Are a you string tie to your, your penis. Tie a string to it. And drop a brick off of a thing. Oh, okay. Now you got I the penis drop. Too literal there. Yeah. What? We're going to drop bricks off a of scaffolding, but yes, Mikey, there are strings attached to every penis on deck for this one, of which there are four, but two strings are too short to reach the ground. Oh, man, this is like the worst kind of Russian roulette. I would not oh. want to take part in this one. Ties are fastened securely around the balls, uh, just under the scrotes there. And um, yeah, when we get the drop here, you know, it's Steve-O, it's Dave England, it's uh, who are the other two? Sorry, uh, it's Boobies and... Uh, Regardless, the losers here are Dave England and Steve-O, who, yeah, they get the tugging dudes. Like when they drop the... I was already just wincing when they drop the bricks. And then when you see the amount of force that these tug with, it, and it's not slow-mo or anything, oh. it's just real time. It's just... There's just something in me that died a little bit when I saw that. Honestly, it, this is one of the fr- one of the worst ones. Like, how did they know this wasn't going to be worse? Like, this is it's it's. Oh no, sorry. It was it was Chris Pontius, by the way, was the other person in in okay. this stunt. But how did they not know? Oh, yeah. How did they know that this wasn't going to really cause damage? Like the fact that they tie the brick around the nuts and the dick. That like. You're going to pop and I just don't understand how this didn't end up worse. This seems to be like one of the worst things you can do. It ended pretty bad, to be honest. But it really depends on the what ironic kind of part about do. that is not having the double nuts is what okay. caused the big problem. Yeah, Dave only has one ball. Right? Uh, yeah. And he didn't get that latch. So like Steve owes the rope broke eventually. Dave England almost tore his fucking nutsack off. They were they were talking about this on uh, Steve O's podcast when they were on together last week. And it's funny because. Steve-O looked down and very quickly realized his rope was too short yes. and realized Dave England's <laughs> is too short. And he said that to Dave on the podcast. He's like, yeah, when I said the thing, Dave's like, I didn't even know. I didn't even think to look. He's like, and I was really pissed off when you told me because then I knew what was about oh. to happen. And they were both like, why didn't they just fucking do it to everybody? Why was there two why? winners or two it's losers? So you know, like the way they do these things. And the answer was. Because they needed more nuts to hurt later on. Oh, maybe. Jesus. I, I also think there's a lot of entertainment value when you don't know who's going to get it, though. You know, when they're, you're up there, like, who's it going to be? I do, too. I like that element of it. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to rush us here, guys, but I do want to get to the Dark Shark skydive. Um, we do have to yeah. wrap this one up a little bit shorter than we normally do. So is there anything you want to say, closing thoughts on this one? I mean, just the fact that Dave England gets a like breaks his dick like he's got a bruise on his dick and and I'm finding out through the course of Jackass 4.5 it was a very informative uh, hour and a half for me because I didn't realize how badly a the image of a bruised dick or bruised scrotum would affect me and it fucking it hurts me to my core every time I think about it but at least Dave <laughs> Dave had yeah. the good humor to make the joke at the end uh, <laughs> that stunt was like a bruised dick you just can't beat it like man I'm yeah, not great. gonna be in the mood to make a joke if that happens to me good on him for, Dude, for sticking with you it see why i love this guy that's why 100%, right there 100 always the good sport about it and uh 
right before we get to this final sketch, there's a little bit of sentimentality here. The guys just talk about how much they love doing these films, how much it meant to them to still be here and be able to do these things. Just a good moment, I thought. It was nice to hear yeah, that. Yeah, all, all you have to do is get one one jackass character who, who you're used to being really silly all the time, say something earnest, and then show clips of what the gang used to be doing back when it started and i legitimately want to cry like it, it it's crazy how much i just watched a guy bruise his fucking dick by dropping a brick <laughs> off of scaffolding and i'm already feeling like i want to cry because i'm seeing two guys like punch each other in the arm like it's crazy the effect that this had it works on such a subconscious lizard brain level yeah it's a strange cocktail of emotions. I'm with, right <laughs> there with you. Cocktail indeed, yeah. And I'll tell you, like, if you want to talk about a cocktail of emotions and uh, probably bodily functions as well, <laughs> this next one's your cup of tea. This is Dark Shark and the Skydive. This is the closer of Jackass 4.5, something that I think we could all agree should have probably have been in the movie. But one million percent. at the least, I'm glad they saved the best for last for this entry into the jackass movie canon dark shark has we get a little history on him here as we're driving in the bus to the site where they're going to do the skydive and we find out that he's been shot nine times in his life he used to be a banger if if you don't recall and he's seen a lot of shit so this guy's been through it all um this is where we get tremaine popping on just to say that we need to find something that this man this hard shell of a man who's been through so much will fear truly fear and i think they found it no it's not just bears it's not fucking birds it's the skydive yeah. and when the, he's suiting up he even says to the camera i'm scared as fuck scared as fuck 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 he really does not want to do this but he's he's pushing forward and already i'm fucking like this is a this guy you know maybe he wasn't the greatest person earlier in his life he did some bad shit you look at him now it's like Holy shit, you got to admire his courage because he's he might be complaining, he might be verbalizing it, but he's putting the suit on, he's getting ready, he struts out to the strip, like he's all in on this fucking thing. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to dive right into, no pun intended, this one. He, for somebody that they showed a clip of, has only flown one time in his entire life and was literally crying. No, to go from no, that, no, no, he wasn't crying. He just had tears in his oh. eyes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's what he says. So he wasn't, so wasn't crying. He had tears in his eyes. Well, I, I, I let me correct myself. For a man that only flew one time in his life and had tears in his eyes, and I love how you <laughs> see Tyler the Creator there, Jay. By the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, in there egging him on. But the fact that he went from one flight and tears in his eyes to skydiving is. Mm -hmm. Like, give this fucking guy a medal, man. Honestly, I, yeah, like, exactly. we can make fun of it and say what you want, but like we were talking about the other episode, you're subject to what you're subject to, and it's crazy how your brain will overcompensate for this or that, and he could be the toughest human being on a street level. The shit that I would see would make me fucking literally probably shit my pants. He's probably laughing no, at no, and vice no, versa. No, no, oh, no. You wouldn't shit your pants. There's poo in my pants. There's poo in your pants. That's yeah. it. You didn't <laughs> shit your pants. pants. You just had poo <laughs> in your butt. I fucking love you. Thank you, Mikey. You're, you're back in my good graces for at least <laughs> a little bit. But he's just... It, it just it, as someone that has phobias... Watching him go through this, like I see snakes, and my reactions are unrealistic. A phobia is an unre like an unrational uh, fear, mm -hmm. and some might say people are, he's people are saying if he's hamming this up in this. Sorry, Mikey, you threw me off there. He's not hamming this up. This is pure, unadulterated fear, and he, the the clench fist that he gets into whenever Dark Shark is scared, it's it, it's it's genuine, and I fucking yeah. love that. I love his character. I hope that he. 
isn't just the throw in as Jasper's dad. I hope he is part of the Jackass crew because he, next to Poopies, may be my favorite person that's added to the crew. And that's I just want to leave that off that like that. Uh, well, yeah. well said. No, I, I I agree. I think he brings a lot to the table. I actually, you know, before we get into the detail of it and kind of to, to add on to that, like almost contrary to what you guys are saying, I don't think that this one would have been a good fit for the movie because it lacks a little bit more of the creativity. Like a couple, the reaction is the best reaction that we've gotten in a long time. But like, yeah, he, he, about- he literally questioned his whole life. Like Jay was saying, like he Jay's like he might have had like been a bad person later on. Like he was like, I'm dying and I'm going to hell. Yes. I, like, please forgive me, God. Like he and, and Jasper even says he's been a better person since this moment. He, he right. questioned life and death. He thought he was dead. So the reaction. Sorry. No, no. The, the reaction is that maybe the best reaction we've ever gotten from a prank bar none in Jackass. But you're going up against the crazy elaborate set piece of Aaron McGahee getting kidnapped and thrown in the trunk of a car thinking he was going to like there's something about the orchestration of that that I think took it to another level and I just don't know that it would work to put any other prank as like trying to compete with that in the movie it was good but I think it was great for a 4.5 and not for for the mainline movie that for said, me this would be a 10 out of 10 in the movie oh really do you, do you agree I, with that Jay are you the I same just way? could have been the closer sorry Jay uh 10 out of 10 maybe not quite there with you but I will say that I think had they put it in the movie after you got introduced to who Dark Shark is you know his story a little bit and then they put the somewhere near the end I think it would have hit pretty hard and I think you you would leave the the theater feeling good. Like it's like a it's a feel good moment yeah. when the guy fucking hits the ground. Oh, and everybody's celebrating. That's such a good point, Jay. And we're gonna we're gonna get there. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the it. meat of this thing because we haven't even touched on it yet. So I I guess I'll just say it now because you know you're probably watching along with us, so it's not really spoiling it. But um, Boyd the pilot is in on the joke. He is going to be. Uh, going up there and at some point going to create some turbulence on the plane to just, you know, make it a little worse for him. And not only that, they've also got him planning to jump out of the plane and just ditch the guys up there. I assume, you know, they're not just going to, they don't have the budget to just crash planes uh, all willy nilly. So yes, don't worry. They've got a backup pilot, but, but Jasper, before, before, sorry, Jasper knows, but before Dark they even not. go up. I, I, I learned two things that I think were integral to this to this stunt before they even go up in the plane. One is that apparently some planes are rectangular prisms that look like a coffee crisp chocolate bar that can barely take off the ground. I was very disappointed in watching this plane take off. I just saw Top Gun Maverick and I wanted way more agility to my flights. The second thing sure. is that Jasper calls his dad Dark Shark, <laughs> which is so totally crazy does. to me. That is Bonkers Do you think it's me. a stage thing, though? Mikey, we never, you never called Dad Killer right? B? I, uh, <laughs> Dad would love it if we called him Killer B. He fancies I himself. I Killer B sometimes. I've literally never done that. Uh, and I don't I think, think you uh, have either. I think with this whole thing, guys, we got we to point out as well that um, him going like up in the plane, it's a full plane. Like He's not up there with just a few of them. Like There's a bunch of guys all in on this fucking thing. The way that he's bracing himself against Knoxville and Jasper, he's got his like elbows out into them. He's breathing deep. Like You can tell he's not having a good time from the moment that fucking plane left the ground. And if things aren't bad enough, Knoxville's sitting there giving him the report the whole way up, <laughs> reporting on how many feet they've cleared. Uh, and he's doing this like, you know, without fail every 30 seconds. And I, I really got to ask whether or not he actually knows the current height off the ground <laughs> i think that's anyone's guess but i think man, it's anyone's really guess but i i think it was i think johnny felt 
legitimately awkward. You can tell he doesn't look like the charismatic John. He's not leaning into it the way he would uh, with like his typical, like, you know, dress up as an old dude and let his his grandson drink uh, whiskey with him and then talk shit to a skateboarder like he did in, in one of the I think yeah. it was one of the movies. Um, but in in this one, I was it was it was the thing that struck me the most about that interaction is a he's actually kind of like feeling awkward knowing that it's for the movie but he's kind of pulling back or like leaning and seeing how far, how far he can do it but jasper at one point looks at him and shakes his head like no nah, it's not a good idea like yeah, you don't you don't out. realize this isn't a <laughs> yeah. movie anymore man like like literally go like does that he like will shoot you rich no, dude, like this is you're fucked when we land this thing and jasper you can tell is now more afraid of his dad and the beating he's going to get with it when they hit the ground more so than actually <laughs> skydiving if there were any thoughts in dark shark's mind about a beating i think they all flew out the hatch when they fucking opened it and the pilot starts shaking the plane and you can just tell, like, at that moment, he even says in a little voiceover that he thought he was going to die. Like, you sure this was it? That's the end. Um, and then, you know, they get, they've faked smoke on the plane. They got a smoke machine. The pilot comes out with an extinguisher to put it out. He hardly fucking tries. Like, one squirt, and he's like, <laughs> I can't put the fire out. You guys are on your own. And he's just fucking gone. He just jumps out, like, in and out. And, uh... What I really admired here, and I hope you guys will agree, is that Dark Shark just says, fuck it. He looks at the situation and he goes, fuck it, I'm going to do it. He starts stepping forward on his own to jump out of the fucking plane. Like, he knows it. Like, even if he found out that, yeah, they're just fucking with me, none of this is actually a concern. He just decided, you know what, I've had enough, enough waiting, let's fucking jump. I thought that was cool. You know, dude, he jumps out of the plane like a fucking anime character who's hurling to Earth like he's going to punch it in the face when he gets there. Doesn't give a fuck that it's Mother Earth. He doesn't care about Earth's gender. He's face like face first going down to the ground like, oh, fucking kill you, Earth. And the Earth was scared. The Earth was scared of him, just like everyone else on the ground was. I thought he was going to land and hit the ground like Goku in Dragon Ball Z. And there was going to be like a crater sized (laughs) impact and the dust was going to fly up everywhere. And Johnny Noxo just been Piccolo just sitting on the sideline like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah no you're totally right mikey he goes out with a vengeance and it's it's fucking brilliant the whole way down he's yelling and screaming uh he starts out angry but i think by the time they've pulled the shoot like that's when he starts apologizing to god and like he he thinks like i think you're right he still thinks he might die even though it's almost over um but we got to talk about real quick i'm gonna have to jet you guys will have to wrap up this episode without me but i do want to point out that when knoxville jumps out he didn't realize the straps were not secure around his shoulder that's fucked up which is sketchy as fuck. This is not something they planned, obviously. This is not staged. This is real. And you see him struggling there for a bit, trying to get this thing on. Luckily, right when they pull the chute, he does get it snugged back up. But holy shit, what a fucking close call. And this is in 4.5. Like, if they never released this, we wouldn't have known that Knoxville almost fucking died skydiving on the set of this movie. It fucking blew my mind when I saw that. It's it's crazy to think about it. Yeah. All yeah, right. Uh, please just, continue, just, just like the pilot on the flight, Jay fucking abandoning ship. He's abandoning ship. <laughs> and yeah. we're on our own. That's it. And now I'm better because I got to deal with this fucking guy over <laughs> just, here. Just do me just a favor, though. One. I don't have Jay buffering it. Do me a favor, though. Uh, when you get to it, talk about the third wipe, will you? Oh, yeah. 100%. We, we have to. In your honor, Jay, we will talk about the third wipe. 
Um, uh, all right. So, so Jay, thanks. Uh, thanks for, for steering the ship thus far. We'll see you on the other side, uh, in, in our next episode. And thanks for, for seeing us safely through to the end of, uh, Jackass 4.5. So now that, uh, Jay has jumped out of the plane officially, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy that I almost thought we were going to move past the fact that Johnny, nearly died you know fell out of his his thing because everyone was so focused on dark shark and how concerned he was but it's what what i love about this is you get that crazy energy of him hurtling towards the earth and yelling and screaming and then it cuts to his interviews where he very earnestly says i gave up on living for the first time in my life and you see it in his eyes it's it's almost That's why sad. He jumped out like that he was like i might as well just suck it up and just deal with it now he genuinely believed he was going to die yeah it was it was intense it was uh, i i i was there for like it. when i'm camping just like just like when you're camping it's very intense yeah. uh, a joke that that is fantastic i don't know who you've ever heard that from but whoever made it up must i made be it very, up on the spot oh you did right now okay wow yeah. very well done yeah uh well y- listen when you're about to die you're gonna have to apologize to god for for lying uh on a podcast that's the number one scene I want on my tombstone to say, Mikey, you're my brother. You have to respect my wishes when I die, and I'm clearly going to die first. Camping <laughs> intense. Chris Aaronworth's joke. 2026. Here's the thing. Like, I will do that. And and in my mind, it will be my joke that I played on you. <laughs> yeah, but everybody else is going to come visit, because give me flowers, the- and realize I made the best joke ever. Oh, ugh, this is awkward, Chris, but I hate to tell you, uh, no one's going to visit your tombstone to give you flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be the one to break the news. No one's planning on that. Literally couldn't even respond to that because I just fuck. That got so real so quick, and that's the reason why. I'm like that was a good joke because it's fucking sad and true. And I oh man. Well, listen. I'll apologize to God for that joke. I the fact that he actually yells to the sky, "I'm sorry, God," and it all the while. This is where I want to draw attention to the fact that this isn't Dark Shark alone. He's in a tandem skydiving situation, and through all of this, some some instructor has to deal with his 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 the, his life flashing before his eyes. His trying to make peace with the Lord before he splats into the ground. The yelling, the screaming, the pleading, like just get me down on the ground as though the parachute can go any faster. And, you know, good on him. He is just a blank slate, this instructor. He's not reacting at all. But it when they finally hit the ground, and you, and you guys were saying it's like a real like feel-good moment when he hits the ground, they're laying there. The whole jackass crew comes. They're they're hugging him. They're high-fiving. Yeah, Dark Shark, Dark Shark. The whole time, the instructor is there with <laughs> Dark Shark laying on top of him, and he's just sitting back against the grass while everyone's hugging, and the, and the instructor's <laughs> like, I guess this is my 15 minutes of fame. I'll be in the jackass movie or whatever. Just a, a good trooper that he was. I would have like finagled Dark Shark and been like, you know, bro, I'll get you down here, but you owe me one murder. <laughs> I'll call you at any given time and you have to complete this duty. Otherwise, God will put you in hell now and we will die right now. Now, I'm off the table. Who would the murder be? Yeah. Who who would you murder? I can answer that so easily. Okay. And you know exactly who it is, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Oh, you know exactly I, I, I have some guesses, but yeah, let's not talk about that on the podcast. Wow, getting real again. Look at us. Look at us. Exactly. Because it's it's real, real. <laughs> I didn't even have to bat an eyelash at it, but you know, and it's probably the same person as you. Yeah, too. it probably is. Probably is. 
Um, let's, uh, uh, any other closing thoughts on this, uh, on this skydiving, uh, uh, stunt? No, I just, I just loved it. I, it, it was good. I would have been way more happy if this was the ending of the movie than the actual ending of the okay. movie. I, I, as we all know, I wasn't the biggest fan of the ending of the movie and this had a way better exclamation point. For yeah, me. it was, it was good. I, I think it was, it would have been too big a comparison one-to-one with danger Aaron's uh, uh, stunt against him at the end of Jackass two, if they ended it with, yeah. a, with a stunt. Um, but you know, I wouldn't have complained if it were in the movie, but I think this is like ripe for 4.5. And I always wonder, like, do you think there are, you, you don't think this was better than, than the, than the spin, the spin around the milk chug, the paintballs, that whole bullshit. Scene? I actually liked that. I think the only issue with that one is that they didn't let the vomitron go long enough because i love to watch people drink milk and throw up i do it all the time um i i'll ask you this question do you think that they film some stunts kind of knowing that they're doing it for the 0.5 release like they have to fill i mean i know they're going to film too much for the movie anyway but do you think some of them they kind of know going into it that like this is going to be a 4.5 thing no i don't think so i think they just shoot get as much content as possible they have the stunts and then they have to kind of weave it into almost a storyboard that has to go sequentially in a certain way. Like I think they just see it as just a bunch of random segments here and here, but clearly the people that are editing this go with what works because there's a lot of shit in here that could have easily been in the movie and it wasn't. So yeah, I definitely think that they curate some things like they, they, they curate the flow of the movie and that may mean that there's just no logical point to put in other stunts and stuff and some things get stuck on the cutting room floor. That's why I'm so happy we get these 0.5 releases as well. Speaking of things that are stuck on the cutting room floor, we, we move now to the credits and it seems like there's still so much that we didn't see. Like, I just want them to show us everything. I want Tremaine to send me a truck full of, as Chris drops, another thing. Jesus Christ. Fuck you. That was on the table too. And Jay's not here to no, mock it. Okay, fuck I was me. Yeah, my fuck me. Fuck the listener. No, you're boring me with your stupid talks. And I was playing with my ring. Okay, fair, tr- fair. It was your ring. Um, uh, I want Jeff Tremaine to send a truck to my place with all the tape that they filmed and just dump it. I don't need them to edit it. I don't need anything. I want to see every outtake. I want to see every behind the scenes thing. I want to see the hundreds of hours of film that they've sent us just forever. It would make me so happy to go through and watch all that shit. I get such a kick out of it. I totally agree. That would be amazing. You actually mentioned Chris it. Uh, I think it was one of the earlier episodes when it was Irving Zisman uh, getting rolled to the old folks home and, and, and pulling the fire alarm. You're like, wouldn't people catch on to the fact that this is jackass? Like, don't people who doesn't know what jackass is? And you get a segment in the credit sequence. And I do want to spend some more time with the credit sequence because it's uh, uh, there's a lot there. Like, it feels like they're really just pushing everything out that they know they're not going to have a, a space for. Unless we get like a jackass 4.75, which would be phenomenal. I would love that. Um, but there's one person in the prank who does know he's like i think i've seen this shit on jackass and johnny says i don't think those guys are around yeah. anymore so there's your answer some people definitely do pick up on yeah, it. yeah I, I wasn't the one that said that it was definitely jay i was talking about how the whole generations like new millennials and things along those lines that wouldn't necessarily know these things but true true were there any moments let me ask you that stood out to you in the credit sequence um i might have stopped watching before the credits how did you not watch the, the credits were amazing what are you talking about why would you do that <sighs> I didn't even realize it happened, to be completely honest. That's why I was oh, getting ready man. to wrap it up, and, and that kind of threw me off a little bit. So ra- rattle them out, and I'll laugh with it. Okay, well, how about this? It's it's welcome welcome to show and tell, baby. It's show and tell moment yeah. here. Um, 
there's a moment. Do you remember the, uh, I think it was from uh, uh, season two or three of Jackass where they do the face your fears stunt. They like roll mm-hmm. onto, onto the floor. Danger yeah. Aaron does that into Zackass's asshole and gets stuck. The weirdest thing about it, and this goes back. Yeah, right. You should have watched it. <laughs> I'm going to watch the it right after this, part, to be honest. The weirdest part about it is, and this goes back to what I was saying in the Zackass sashimi segment. After they're done, Zach ass vomits. He's repulsed by his own body. Like he did Zach ass just laid down and he got eaten out. That's fine. But he threw yeah. up when Aaron put his face in, in his asshole, which was a little bit, uh, a little bit funny there. Actually. Um, there's also, there's, there's a moment. There's a moment where, uh, Nick Merlino and I've, I've learned a lot about Nick Merlino in this as well. He, as there's one quick segment where he's walking into into a house and he turns to the camera and he says, "Oh wait, sorry. What's your is what's your name? Is it Felix?" And you hear the guy behind the camera obviously say, "No, it's Lance." And Nick's like, "Oh right, sorry, sorry." Imagine having one of those fuck ups immortalized for the rest of your life. Like we've all had those and they feel fucking awful. And yours gets in a movie with one of the most recognizable members of Jackass, uh, you know, quote unquote members. But Lance bangs. Everyone knows Lance bangs. Lance definitely bangs. First of all first and foremost also lands definitely bangs you, you gotta watch king of the road and that's where i know nick marilino from and he is like the best guy on the show they just drive around in a van each skate team and they have to complete challenges oh nice like someone would be like who can make out with the most girls and fucking if you make out with 100 girls in a day you get this amount of points if you backside back lip slide fucking 12 set you get this amount of points so it's a <laughs> combination between skateboarding and living reckless, and it, it was put on by the guy uh, Jake from Thrasher, and he passed away, and they never kept it going, which to me is a travesty to that guy's death. Like that was his legacy, and he loved oh, yeah. it. And they, they made no money off it. It was a web series forever. But anybody that could check it out, if you like skateboarding, it's one of the greatest things, and you'll get to really see who Nick is and who Jaws is, um, and a few of the other guys that were actually in this. So it's it's pretty awesome. Just want to throw that out there. That's amazing. That that reminds me of uh, uh, Viva La Bam when they do the scavenger hunt. It's kind of the same same sort of vibe there, right? Yes, that's um, exactly that, what it is. Just degenerate skateboarders. In that TV series, because I've noticed as well, there's another segment uh, in the credits where Nick Marlino goes to get a coffee and he gets that prank where the, the, the inflatable thing comes out and hits him. He's fucking, he always has a skateboard tucked under his arm all the time. And I'm going back, like, I think even probably in the musical chairs, he probably had a fucking skateboard tucked under his arm. Everywhere he goes, he has one. And it just becomes like an appendage of him. Like, it's just like a necklace or a bracelet or like a third arm or something like that. It's great. If, if you're a skateboarding fan, it's like he is the epitome of what skateboarding is to me. It's why I love skateboarding. He just lives, breathes, and dies skateboarding. That's why I was really wanted him to be part of this, and I really wanted him to make this because, you know, you don't make that much money being a skate rat. Like, you know, if you're a commercial skateboarder or some of those guys that have the big companies and do this, but, like, to get a guy like him, like, he deserves a break because he's putting his body on the line fucking day in, day out. Well, hopefully we get to see more of him. I'd, I'd love that. He seems great. He and Jaws, you know, they weren't featured too prominently in the movie, but hopefully it means more for them down the line. The movie ends with the credits end with such a sweet moment that I found absolutely endearing. Uh, the interviewer, it's it's Jeff and Spike, and they're sitting there talking. You know, they've, they've talked this whole movie. They talked their way through the production, and she leads off with one question, an expert question, because she knows exactly what the fuck is going to happen she says to jeff and and uh and spike between the two of you who's stronger and jeff immediately is like i'm str- i'm stronger like obviously i'm stronger 
and then and then there's the question of who would win in a fight. And he's like, he's like, I will say this. Spike is like annoying to fight. He's wiry, he's wiry. and he's stronger okay, than he I looks. I see that part. Yeah. Weird. It, and it obviously deteriorates into them literally just fighting on set. Like this is an interviewer who fucking knows her subjects so well that by implanting like uh, uh, two words, who's stronger, she's going to see a fight on set. And that was great. And it shows, I think ultimately about jackass is the minds behind it know way more about human psychology than you would ever believe they know what makes us laugh they know what makes us sentimental they know what it feels like like what the core elements of just hanging out with your friends is uh and they somehow manage to recapture that time and time again and and i'm gonna miss 4.5 i'm gonna miss jackass forever everything we've done has led up to this moment uh chris so uh any closing thoughts or you want to get into our mvps lvps let's get into the mvps all right, so I'll lead off with uh, with Jay's, and then why don't you give us yours? His MVP, he's going to say, his most valuable player for the segment is Dark Shark for facing his fears and going Super Saiyan. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. He did go Super Saiyan. Uh, Chris, do you have an MVP on this one? Every single time, the person that goes before me picks my MVP. So next time, I get to go first, <laughs> all right? Let's, let's work okay, that that's out. Fair. But it is Dark Shark. I just, as someone that has a crippling phobia of snakes... I just have so much respect for he is like I was mentioning before could be the the future of jackass like the way he is his attitude I just I just love everything about the guy man he's a fucking legend and I want to see more of them. Uh, I think I would go with actually, like, look, I think Dark Shark is kind of the easy answer for this one, but I do want to show some love. You're not going to like this one, but I'm going to show some love to the tennis player because I, I just didn't think it was possible to be so accurate with a tennis serve nailing people's nuts. It made me laugh so hard. Yeah, I loved I mean, it so I, much. I, I've seen your serve and I, I understand why you could think that's not possible. No, I know. It's crazy that I still beat you every time with no serve. I just don't understand how that's possible. Whatever. I got a couple of years on you. so <laughs> Yeah, you had you more know, years to practice. Just trying, just trying to like beat up an old guy, whatever. <laughs> an old guy. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, you fucking, uh, I have I had gout and Mikey's fucking making me run back and forth on my right fucking ankle to try and fuck me up. Like he has no fucking compassion. He's just a, yeah. he's know a your, guy. Uh, know your opponent's he's weakness. He's the Hitler of the podcast. Know your opponent's weakness and my uh and and I know that your weakness is playing tennis. So we play all the time. Mikey, I know your your weakness is is getting frustrated and I stopped doing that because I didn't want to ruin your day. I used to like literally when me and Mikey played tennis, <laughs> I would I would like hit the ball just to make a move a little bit. And he didn't realize it at first, and then he started realizing it. Picked up so on it. Yeah. he would get really annoyed. I would just purposely knock it away from him, and it started to fuck with his head. So I, I, the only way I beat Mikey is when I play these mind games, and he gets so fucking angry at me. That's the only way. But he fucking throws his rackets. We would walk back from the tennis courts to our house, <laughs> and he wouldn't. He would walk like fifteen feet behind me, so mad, and it made me so uncomfortable. I had to let him win. So maybe that's your strength is to make me not play your weakness. Yeah, I don't hey know. Chris, uh, for someone who's talking a lot of shit about mind games, that sounds like the ultimate mind game. I made you give up your tactic. <laughs> As I was talking, and I realized that you just fucking, uh, fucking, uh, what's that movie? Inception, big, big time. <laughs> Well, listen, let, let's go into our LVPs. Do you want to give yours before uh, before uh, Jay sure. or do you want me to throw his out? Yeah, yeah I can throw his out. So Jay's LVP, Dave Anglin's lost ball. Where is it now? He asks. It's a great question. Maybe not the uh, least valuable player, but the, the lost valuable player in this one. That's a pretty good one, actually. Um, obviously, I'm going with that stupid tennis bitch. Oh, I really come don't on. Like her. She don't was know great. Why. I fucking hate her. 
Why? Don't like her, man. It's her face. It bugs me. I don't like her. I, I, I just don't like her. I'd rather have sex with like you. Well, a lot of people probably would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she has a stupid face. I fuck her. She's the LVP. Don't like her. It is what it is. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so LVP. Uh, <laughs> How's that fair? That's not fair at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say to you to get you to stop making fun of this. This poor, very talented woman. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a uh, uh, the LVP. And this one kind of cuts both ways. I'm giving it to. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Jeff Tremaine. You know why I'm gonna give it to Jeff Tremaine? Because no, I need him to release more. I need more cuts. I need more edits. I need a Jackass 4.75. I need a Jackass 4.78, 4.9, 5, whatever the fuck I need. Jeff, you get the the perpetual LVP 4.69. How could I forget Jackass 4.69? You get the perpetual LVP until you release more of this fucking movie because I can't get enough. Uh, And also, thank you so much for doing this. That's a good one. I like um, that. Well, that's about it. Holy shit, guys, wrapping this up. Uh, uh, when we first started this podcast, I know we kind of gave the spiel uh, before we f- uh, wrapped up Jackass Forever, but we started this with the intention of reviewing the Jackass TV show, rolling it into Jackass Forever, and the momentum has kept us going. We appreciate all the support that everyone has given us. Uh, make sure, if you haven't done this already, we say it all the time, and I feel like it's falling on deaf ears sometimes because you hear us say it all the time, but make this the week that you go on to Apple Podcasts or spotify and you leave us a, a five-star rating oh it goes both yeah fucking why not both make an account and, and and youtube fucking subscribe and like like i don't think you know you see all these fucking nerds saying smash the like button smash <laughs> the like button it, it it really makes a massive difference for the algorithm one fucking person legitimately shifts the algorithm in our favor you want us to keep going we want to keep going and we're going to keep going regardless but fucking give us a bit of fucking support man no it's true and otherwise and- fucking i'm gonna make you have to look at that tennis bitch in the face for a little while <laughs> or maybe we'll give you the lvp next time uh and here's mm-hmm. here's the thing ultimately what we want to do is create a community of people who love talking about jackass the community gets bigger the more exposure we get we get more exposure when the people who are already listening show us support by leaving ratings and reviews so please make sure to do that you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at jackass pod uh so for jay himself bye i'm jason wellwood bye i'm jason wellwood fuck you i just got Dude, back boys that You're scared still going. me that scared me so much <laughs> you know when you like get like somebody you like talking to shit about someone and they fucking tap you on the shoulder you're like oh my god were you there the whole time <laughs> the whole time the whole time no, well, I, got, I heard you say tennis bitch, bitch a few times. And I'm like, <laughs> I better pop in and just sign off at least. Hey, did you guys talk about the third wipe? Uh-oh. <laughs> you didn't talk we about didn't the third talk wipe. The third. I gave you one thing to do. <laughs> one thing. And you, there was a joke opportunity in there to say, oh, Jay, I bet he has zero wipes and everything. And you didn't even oh, we didn't. fucking just throwing you fucking fastballs right down center plate. You're not he even swinging at him. fastballs. Holy shit, and we missed yeah. it. Yeah, it's all right. We'll talk. We'll we'll have a special bonus episode dedicated strictly to the third wipe. Stay tuned for that. Until then, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackass.
Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!